Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Tuesday, May the 17th, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by the one and only Miss Deb Lutz. Deb, how are you? I know that it was a tough, rough last game seven, but I'm here to say it's okay. The Suns are fine going forward. Don't be too sad. I just, I just want to say thank goodness that we didn't do our side bet and I didn't have to shave my eyebrows for this morning. Cause that, <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Wow. What a, you know, um, yeah, what a shocker. It just, everything fell apart and fast. And, uh, you know, now everyone's, you know, oh, was Paul hurt? Is the team going to be broken up for next year? Like it just, everyone's like major overreaction. Um, oh, yeah. But it was, I mean, that's got to be one of the most colossal collapses at home. Game seven, favored to win the series, favored to win the game. I haven't seen anything like it in a while. Well, I, you know, I should have done the homework. So I had a statement, you know, on this, but I don't remember. And, and we talked a little bit before the podcast and to show how old I am, I remember the very first playoff series. I remember watching, watch with my dad back in 72, 50 years ago. Oh. And it was Lou Cinder with the bucks and it was a great series. And uh, I remember watching that. I, you know, I've watched I haven't missed throughout the years and my son as well. And I was talking to him uh, last night. We could not remember uh, a game seven home team getting beat that bad in the history of the league. I don't know if it's ever happened. No. I mean, and what was it? It's about like 78 or 80. What's the percentage that win game seven when you're at home? It's, it's incredibly high to be very high. Yeah, it's high. And then to get, you know, beaten like that. I want to know the person who bet the, uh, you know, Dallas wins by 40 and it's like 20,000 to one. I don't even know if they would have booked that bet if, (laughs) if it was out there, but I mean, you know, as we talked about on the podcast, we knew it would be a great series. We both felt it could go six or seven and it did. And I thought that the Mavs had a legitimate shot just because what we talked about, the the Suns looked very discombobulated in game six. I used that specific word and people were, uh, I got a few tweets that the Mavs would be discombobulated. So, <laughs> but I, you know, it was, it just looked like the Mavs had a confidence. And it, like you said, you know, the first couple of shots of Lucas went in and it just seemed like the momentum just it. never ended. Yeah. It. It's crazy. I have to really hats off to Jason Kidd. I mean, what a, you know, to out out coach coach of the year and just a really well played the way he managed the players, you know, bringing, I mean, Dinwiddie having, you know, like a career. I felt like I was watching, you know, game seven of the Bucks series with Grant Williams. You had Dinwiddie just, I you know, it. yeah. yeah. I mean, Luca. I thought he'd step up and be the superstar, but Dinwiddie's performance was outlandish. I mean, his heat check shots were going in. So Right, right, exactly. I'll tell you a couple of things as long as we're chatting here and we only have the single games now. By the way, thank you for joining us here at Coach Talk, everybody. (laughs) We're we're previewing the very first game, Miami and uh, Boston, and for the conference finals. And and Deb and I are going to do all the games of this series. Crash and I are going to do the Western Conference uh, series. We figured we would let each of you get out of your conference because you're right. both, you know, Crash was very upset about his bucks too. 
So uh, I did not, I have to be honest with you, between the three of us, I did not expect to be the last man standing. Yeah, I I did not see that coming. But anyway, I think there's a few things I want to mention. One, I had been yelling on this podcast for NBA the last two seasons about how bad Rick Carlisle was as a coach. Now, not saying anything bad about the man. I don't disparage anybody. But I watched for multiple years Carlisle coach terribly. Players hated playing for him, and he did not coach well. So the Jason kid blowing up this year and doing so well does not shock me at all because he was replacing a guy that had worn out his welcome. He stayed here eight years too long because he won the championship in 2011. So I want to point that out. Yes, kid is doing a great job, but I'm telling you, a lot of it was addition by subtraction. And the thing that excites me the most about that as a Mavs fan is they couldn't get the big superstars. You know, we always, always rumors, LeBron, D, uh, Wade, you know, all these guys through the years, nobody wanted to play for Carlisle. And now that you've got, you know, Nico as a GM, a nice young GM that knows everybody, you've got a player's player coach in, in Jason Kidd. You watch and see, you know, Dallas is a beautiful city to live in and no state taxes. And so who's not going to want to play with Luca to win some championships? Don't be surprised if you get a couple of big time stars coming yeah, to Dallas. I and, and you got Cuban opening up the money bags. So yeah, I, I would agree. And that's, you know, if they get a, uh, you know, someone in the interior who can, uh, you know, there's score lots of rumors already. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, and the last thing I want to say is cause I, you know, I've mentioned it a billion times on these pods the last two years and I don't, again, I'm not, piling on i'm not meaning this in a negative way because i wish him absolutely well but i've said all along deandre ayton is a fraud i mean i think he is the most overrated big man and i think he's gutless and if you watched him in that game seven i mean that dude almost peed his pants he didn't want to be out there it was so bad the second half they used biombo and and mcgee i know know. 17 minutes did you see uh the one comment monty made no, what was that? He made a comment about Aiton that oh, it was yeah, an internal decision. Internal decision, and they were going to look at situations. Do you think that there was a, a not a, on purpose that they didn't offer him an extension? He's the only guy in that class that was yeah. uh, that was drafted that didn't get the extension. I don't think they want him there. I think I don't. I've said from the beginning, and again, I'm not trying to pile on or you know after the fact or even whoever won the series he just never dominated we said it game one through seven they have dallas has no interior defense at all and he should just shred them and he just backs down he's disinterested i just don't think he has a heart of a champion and i you know not to be rough on him but i think that was the big difference that's why phoenix lost the series yeah paul played bad paul and booker shot bad in game seven but if Aiton does what he was supposed to do, they win that game, that series in five or six easy. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, clearly Aiton didn't show up in a way that he should have and could have. Um, but, uh, you know, to say, hey, it was an internal decision and they only played him 17 minutes, like, you know what, you're the coach, fire him up, you know, you know, Chris Paul, fire him up, like get him motivated, like let's get going, like to, but to, to, to change your game plan in game seven and only play your, you know, your, 
third leading scorer, you know, or your second leading scorer, frankly, um, you know, right. 17 minutes. I don't know. And it, it sounds like an easy, he sounds like an easy scapegoat because you're right. I mean, they, they clearly they didn't sign him. That was a sign. They didn't want him. But right. in my mind, you know, it all begins and ends with Chris Paul. You're you know, you're a 17 year veteran. You want the ring more than anything like and you just you, you couldn't show up. You couldn't get I mean, he didn't get what did he have one game where he had like eight or nine assists other than that? Oh, I mean, he was terrible. Now, you know, some of that you have to give to Dallas in the fact that they have the best perimeter defense yeah. in the league. So yeah. that that's, you know, a given. But you know what? They their design was this season. We're going to defend the hell out of the perimeter, take away the three point line. And we know we're going to get smashed in the paint, but we can overcome it. Phoenix didn't and smash Phoenix them in the paint. They, they didn't figure it out. No. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's crazy. It was, yep. it was a fun series. I, yeah. Congrats, you know, this, coach. Congrats. It's uh, you know, I think I think they're gonna give uh Golden State a hard time. And you got another team that's all about the perimeter. Golden State does not do a lot on the inside. There's not a you know, you you know, Looney's not a scorer, green's not a scorer. No. So I think I think they have a real shot, a real, real I mean, shot. You, as far as matchups, this is perfect for them. I mean. Golden State's all perimeter. They defend well in the perimeter, like you said. But, you know, the, the intangible that we can't measure is Golden. those Golden State guys have a bunch of rings. Yeah. And they know what it takes at this part of the season to get there. Yeah. Dallas doesn't have any of that. So, right. Right. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like we're a big underdog, but I do like the matchup. I think we have a, a puncher's chance. I really do. Does anyone on Dallas have a ring? Nope. No one. Jason Kidd, though, right? Does Jason Kidd have a ring? Yeah, but he as a co- yeah. No, right. No, but that's at least you know kind of. He has the yeah, 2011 no ring with, yeah, uh, with the, the Mavs, but yeah. none of the players have won it. So yeah. now it's going to yeah. be. I, I, you know what? I, um, I, I, I see them winning. I see them winning. So. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have to, I'm going to find for the podcast tomorrow. Now I've got since the orange shirt was undefeated. Two <laughs> got it right. You need that. I'm, you need that yellow shirt. I'm gonna find an ugly gold shirt. I've That's got to it. have one somewhere. You must and see if we can put. I mean, we got to go Come for on. something. Don't take it off. Don't take it off. <laughs> All, All right, right. Let's we talk are about here. The fun series in the East. We are here to talk about that. I want to thank our presenting sponsor, PrizePicks.com. Uh, if you haven't signed up yet, what are you waiting for? Go to PrizePicks.com. Use the promo code Coach Talk on that first deposit. They will match you a dollar for dollar. All the way up to a hundred bucks, hundred free bucks. Great to play with. You can use it everywhere. PGA Championships this week. You can play that like crazy. Baseball. There's a million games going on all day and night. And then of course these two conference finals. So PrizePicks.com is a place to go if you want to join us and get more information, more insight. We're posting ownership numbers in sports, talking through injuries, talking through weather and baseball talking about basketball, coach speak, and beat writer info, matchups. All of that happens in our Discord. All you have to do to join is go to dfscoachtalk.com. You can sign up for even as little as a three-day pass. If you want to just dip your toes in the water, you'll get all our baseball in the next three days. You'll get these first three conference final games in the NBA, and you'll get all our lineups on FanDuel, Yahoo, and our core on DraftKings for the PGA Championship. All right, let's look at this game one. Boston Celtics at the Miami Heat, Eastern Conference Finals. Miami only favored by two. Usually you get, you know, two or three for being home. 
So Vegas sees this as a pretty much pick them series yeah. from what I can tell. It's only a 204 total. We have two really strong defensive teams. How about the fact Boston, Miami, Dallas, and um, Golden State happen to be four of the top six defensive yeah. teams in the league? Yeah. Who says defense doesn't win championships? That's right. Defense matters. <laughs> and Boston has a 101 implied, and Miami has a 103 implied. So what I will say is this. DraftKings offers the two-day contest. If you want to play two, today and tomorrow together, you can do that. For the simplicity of it, we're going to break these games down just the one game each day. So if you want to build from what we say, use some of the other ones for the second day. That's cool. But, you know, a lot of the sites is just that day, like FanDuel and Yahoo. So, so we go. Uh, game one here. Let's talk about uh, – the, the weird injury scenarios here because we're back to this Miami baloney. So we have uh, Marcus Smart questionable for Boston. And so he was dinged up. So we have to follow that news. Hauser's out. That doesn't matter. But then we've got our run of suspectful, suspectable. I don't know. What's the word I can use here? Suspicious. <laughs> Suspect. Right? Suspect. All of those things. But Caleb Martin, Max Struess, PJ Tucker, and Gabe Vincent, all listed questionable. We all expect them all to play. And I don't think Kyle Lowry's going to come back. That's just my gut feeling. He's out for this game, but yeah. it's not looking too good. And when he did try to come back, it was a disaster. Terrible. So so we know what's what here. Let's begin the discussion with matchups. Yep. So, you know, the key yep. factor, obviously, with Boston, it's all about how do you stop Jalen Brown and um, Jason Tatum. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Al Horford had a great uh, run there. But as far as how that's going to play out here, do you want to throw your two you cents think, in? You know, what I'd love to see is Tucker taking Tatum and Butler taking Brown. That's now, whether, what I have listed right now. Is that now. what you have as well? Yeah, I think that's the only way that, uh, that you know, the one thing about Lowry being out for this, you know, at least the first game. Possibly, Sorry about the dogs here. That's we have, okay. I got, in fact, I'm just going to let them out of the room here. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we have uh, a yeah. double header out there, mailman and Amazon man. So oh, they're, they're seeing double the fury. Of, he's fired uh, up. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the one thing about Lowry, you know, being out is you sort of have a situation where, in my mind, you know, Miami's scoring is, you know, a little bit dependent on fewer guys. Boston can, can spread it around. But, of course, right. from a usage standpoint, it's all Tatum and Brown. And yep. so I think you have to put your best defenders on Tatum and Brown, uh, you know, regardless of sort of the positioning. So that's where that's where I would go. And then you can have, you know, Adebayo can certainly guard Horford. Um, so, you know, it does leave it does leave, um, you know, it does leave Marcus Smart open and he's been playing great now. He is dinged up. So I think yeah. that's a key question. Do you feel like he's going to take it a little easy in gate because it's game one or, you know, will he continue to bring it? And he's someone who can really, you know, benefit. Um, it, it, it seems like smart. If he's can't go at a hundred percent, he sits. Mm. And so I would assume if he sits, you know, we'll know that ahead of time, obviously it's one game. Uh, if he plays, I, I think he goes pretty hard. So, yeah. 
I, you know, that's one of those, you know, the, my interesting thing is the Robert Williams situation. I mean, the dude was able to play and they were going to use him, and they didn't. So I don't, how do you see that rolling out here? Any, I thought that was strange. And now they sort of, they gave the indication there will be no restrictions on him. I know. So I don't get it. Yeah, I don't I don't get it either. Um, you know, I don't know why they wouldn't have felt they didn't need him in the last series. I think they, you know, could have used him. So, um, you know, he's 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 definitely an X factor. I mean, I think he plays great defense that could that could impact Bam. Um, but it's also going to impact, you know, if they bring him into the mix, you know, it impacts Williams, it impacts Horford, it impacts Tice. So, um, yeah, that's a, I, I'm, I, I think he plays, I think they, he gets somewhere in that 25 minute range. Um, and it will have an impact on, uh, you know, on, on everyone, uh, that I just said. So There's how no about, how about yourself? Not. What do you think? No, I, I agree with, you know, I think he'll be in the mix I, and it, it's a concerning thing because with Horford, the two Williams, Robert and Grant and Tice, I think Tice will be the loser on the minutes. So I I don't think he's real playable, but uh, I just, I'm a little concerned on how that rotation is going to fly. I mean, Horford's playing fantastic ball, so he should be pretty safe, but it could be a pretty good split between Robert Williams and Grant Williams with a a little sprinkling of Tice in there, which makes it not very palatable. Yeah. You know, we're talking about showdown slates and exactly. You know, you can't take a punch in the gut and slide a guy in there that gets 12 minutes or you're in deep trouble. So, uh, you know, I'm going to probably stay away from the bigs for Boston for for yeah. that reason. Yeah. Um, but you know, we do need that smart news cuz that is very important cuz if smart's out, then, you know, we know that uh white becomes uh, somebody you got to talk about, exactly. you know. Exactly. Exactly. And, and if smart plays, then it, it, it makes it a little bit more difficult. But I do, you know, the big question will be with Brown and Tatum more than likely getting guarded by Butler and Tucker. Are you going to are you considering Brown or Tatum for a captain's kind of spot or, you know, game one? So, you know, if you think about the two series, I think, you know, I mean, going to game seven against Milwaukee in the way that they did, Boston's got to be a little bit sort of, you know, I mean, they had that sort of, I mean, exuberance. So, you know, they got to be a little bit tired, a little bit, maybe not as prepared for game one as Miami is. So I'm leaning towards a Miami player in that captain spot. Um, You know, I think, I think Butler makes a real nice, uh, you know, uh, you know, a real nice captain in this series. I think he's going to, you know, Butler is sort of, you see, he's sort of unguardable in a way. I mean, he's just, he figures out how to get his, if it's not scoring, then it's through rebounds and assists and steals or, you know, yeah. so he, uh, you know, he, I, I he's like an him. incredible foul drawer too. Yeah, that's he right. He draws fouls like Tons crazy. of fouls. Exactly. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I do, I do like him a lot. I think I do. I think that, um, you know, it's going to be a really tough series. Um, like I said, with Lowry out, if Lowry's out the whole series, I think that makes it a little bit tough for, for Miami to overcome uh, Boston. But in this game one, I think Miami comes out strong and, and, and Boston may be a little bit, you know, a little bit flat-footed given the last series. I, I think it's very, very likely could happen. And it's why I'm surprised that Vegas only has Miami favored by two. Yeah. I was predicting Miami favored by four, which is a big difference. Yeah. But uh, that is surprising. But, you know, 
they played well, they played hard. So we'll see how they come in. So yeah. as far as pay up, I, it sounds like we're both on Butler. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's, that's my number one option from a price. You know, there's nothing in the pricing yet um, on either, either of the sites to, to really make me say, Ooh, you know, he's too high. I got to stay away from him. In fact, you know, Tatum is the highest price guy. Um, so yeah, I, I do like, I like Butler um, a lot. I mean, I may take a look at going down, you know, down a little bit, throwing somebody like a, you know, a Marcus smart in that, in that top spot to see if I can fit in an additional superstar, but right. um, the way it's been playing out so far, I'm not sure that that's going to be the case. It may just be straight up. Yeah. And you know, really the two strategies that, that we use here at coach talk the majority of the time that have been successful for us in our playoff runs last year was either one of two things. You just eat it and like take a kind of Butler guy at the top and then find value to fill in the lineup. Or you go with a super cheap guy that you think is going to outperform his number. You know, like a guy that jumped out to me was Tyler Hero, 5.5K. That's dirt cheap for him. Somebody like that that you can put in there. You know, are you going to get another game from Max Struess out of nowhere? He's 5'6", or Grant Williams like he had in Game 7, which was insane, at 4'6". Now, you could take one of those guys, put them in that captain spot, and then you can really get two studs in there. Or, you know, you have to go with the other strategies, you know, of, of pay up for the guy and then find the value elsewhere. So there's really two different ways that we generally approach it here. And I think... Uh, those are the two ways that I'm looking. I'm either probably yeah. going to go Butler or if I went with the opposite approach, I think I think you can look at Hero. I think you can consider Struess. You could consider Vincent. Yeah. You can yeah. consider Grant Williams. All risky. Yeah. Uh, if Marcus Smart sits, you can consider even a Derek White. Derek maybe. White, yep. But that's that would be the value side yeah. of it if you go that way. I'd probably add in again, maybe in a GPP, I'd add in um, Robert Williams because he, you know, he's someone who, if he really does play and he gets you some stocks, you know, he could easily, um, you know, hit 40 fantasy points and exceed his, his value. Um, That's if he's really, you know, if he's really playing at full strength, but uh, um, so again, it's sort of a a flyer, but I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you in the mix of some of those folks. I like Hero a lot. You're, I think that's an you know an excellent point. Well, I think he'll be highly owned because I think he's grossly underpriced. I mean, yeah. who would believe coming into this series, Hero would be cheaper than Max Spruce? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's how yeah. things have changed. And he's, you know, he's almost not that much more than Grant Williams, you know, yeah. and he's or Victor Oladipo's 5'3". Yeah. You know, How do you so, think Oladipo does in this series? I mean, I, you know, I, I, I just don't know. I mean, obviously he'll be coming off the bench, um, but without Lowry, he is going to get minutes. Um, is he, is this a, the type of team that he does well, it would do well against or not, not so. You know, I think that he's a reasonable play. I mean, it's, there's certainly risk with it because he may get shorted on the minutes, but he's certainly not the moment isn't too big for him. I mean, he's, he's going to show up and when he's out on the floor, he's going to get it done. The, you know, the whole question with him is, does he get enough of a run? Yeah. Cause if, if he does, I think at five, three, I think he's a great play because 
you at least know when he's on the floor, his usage number is decent. He doesn't stand around. Yeah. He's going to take shots. He's going to drive. Um, I think he's a reasonable uh, guy. I mean, it's all going to come down to, you know, you can't play Butler and Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Okay. So we know that so, something has to give there. Somebody's got to be out of the mix. Right. So who you fade amongst those three is going to be the key for me. It sounds crazy, but I'm probably going to fade Tatum just because he's the most expensive. And I just think, I think PJ Tucker is such an irritant and yeah. Butler may get a few shifts on him. Oladipo people forget what a great defender he is. He could right. get a few shifts on him. I mean, it's going to be a tough road for, for Tatum. I think tougher in this series than it was the last. I, Not agree. The, I think he may be the best player on the floor, yeah. but that doesn't mean that, you know, I think he can get to that. You know, if you're five X plus 10, that means you need Tatum to get 60 plus. I don't know anybody gets 60 plus against Miami. No. You know, Giannis maybe would be the only one, but uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Luka. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, uh, I agree. I don't, yeah. I don't think so. I think, and I think um, because of that, you know, I think we'll see um, ownership shifting towards Brown because again, he's always a couple of thousand less. Um, yeah. Sometimes he can, you know, he can uh, uh, have even more usage than Tatum. So I think um, it'll be really interesting to see those matchups and how they play out. You know, the question is with, if, if, if it's really, um, uh, um, if it really is, um, oh, excuse me, I'm blanking on uh, Tucker on uh, Tatum. Right. You know, do you think about Tucker um, in your mix? Because, I mean, I know sometimes he just fades and all he is is, you know, defense and he gets you those eight points. But he, he showed up big in a couple of playoff games against uh, against Philly. So, yeah. um, well, he'll get some open corner threes, but. Again, it's, you know, the, the cool thing about this series is it's not like dead chalk. Like you just look at it. It's not like there's, you know, Luca and Curry or, or you know, whatever, like the other series. I mean, I, you can go so many different routes in, in this series and yeah. there's so much risk. I mean, you know, smarts a risk now because of the injury. Grant Williams, you know, can Al Horford continue to play? I thought he just about gave Crash a heart attack the way Al Horford <laughs> Exactly, played. exactly. I don't know if he can continue that. We don't know if Derek White's going to play. Pritchard's getting a few minutes. That's risky. Does Tice or Robert Williams contribute? We don't know how much of an impact Gabe Vincent's going to have, P.J. Tucker, Oladipo. You know, another guy I'm considering on top of all these other ones we're saying for a real punt last guy in Dwayne Dedman at 3.2. Yep. You know, yep. you can get that gets you a, a Butler yeah. and Brown or whatever. He's, he's uh, 2k on, uh, on DK. Yeah. He's yeah. or on, on DraftKings. He's on DraftKings, right? Three, two. Oh, three okay. Two. Yeah. Three K is the men on DraftKings. Okay. He's three, on the, two. uh, on the cat, on the, uh, single slates as well. Okay. Uh, I believe so. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I, I mean, I could be wrong. I'm just looking at the the uh, re breakdown here of the of the lineups. Let me let me flip Take to another screen. I'm gonna I'll go to uh, DraftKings draft and take a look. What else? You, okay. you know, yeah, I mean, it's possible possible that Abayo gets into foul trouble too. It's possible, and you know, with five minutes left in the first quarter, he's gonna come into the game. That's the yeah. rotation Spolster has set up. 
that's what you're going to get. And, you know, if he gets a little extra run, he certainly can get a few stocks for you. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so there's a lot of different things that could happen um, with that. So let me see. Um, let's look at real quickly here on the pricing just to make sure we're not yeah. anybody off. So we've got, uh, yeah, it, it doesn't. The 1500 is, you're right. I was dead wrong. 1500 is the min price on a showdown slate. So as we go up the chart here, we've got uh, the cheapest guys are Pritchard at 5,400. Deadman is 3,000. So, that's at the captain spot, right? Oh, that's right. You're right, man. I think he's I'm 2,000 on. Uh, You're right. He's Daniel Tice is 1,800. He's 2,000. Um, let's see who the other. These are just in the regular, not captain spot. Pritchard is 3,600. I wonder if anybody's going to click on J Smart and think they picked Marcus Smart. <laughs> Marcus Smart. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got cheap guys. Gabe Vincent only 42. Robert Williams only 48. Grant Williams only five. Yeah. You know, those guys could all get minutes. Absolutely. PJ 54. Uh, Oladipo is a little overpriced at 62. 66 for Hero. So, yeah, you know, the... I my pricing I initially was looking at here on the breakout was was incorrect. So it does change things. You know, Tatum at 12K, that's a lot. Butler yeah. at 10 8, you know, that 1200 means a lot. Jalen Brown 9 2. So you're almost saving 3 3K if you go from Tatum to Brown. Yeah. Bam at 84, Horford at 8,000, but they deserve it. So it's going to be a really interesting mixture. Again, I don't think there's any slam dunk uh guys yeah. that yeah. you can just forget about it and pop in there so lots of different builds i'll tell you what's going to be key and you'll want to uh be with us in our uh discord is the you know finding out what the leverage plays are let's look at the ownership yeah. see you know see where it's going i don't even know who's going to be the highest owned on this slate that's how uh, that's it's it's it. very even yeah 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 it's going to be good I mean, Taylor, Tatum and Butler, everybody's going to want one of those two. Right. So you know they're going to be all over the place. But after that, you know, maybe Jalen Brown. But Bam's yeah. been in and out, and everybody else we mentioned is – it's not – there's no slam dunks. No. So yeah. very interesting. From that standpoint, it makes it, you know, we could do a takedown because you don't have a lot of aligned ownership. So True. True. Let's do it. Absolutely. Well, good. Uh, hopefully that gives everybody a feel. I know it was a little more of a talk through. I mean, game one is a tough, you know, it's tough. You got to see what the coaches are going to do, what the rotations are going to look like and go from there. Let's dive over to prize picks. Dan. All right, let's do it. Are you logged in there yet? I am. I got a couple. Yeah. So I, go my ahead. first one I'm going with, you know, we did talk about it a little bit in the Miami defense. I'm going with Jason Tatum under 28 and a half points. Oh, wow. How about that? Guess what? I've got what? good news for you. <laughs> I'm going Jason Tatum under 27 and a half points. Hey, now you got <laughs> I want your 28 and a half. Yeah, exactly. I hope I still have that. Did it change? It changed, huh? It just changed a point, and I'm not happy about it because wow. I haven't 
I don't have a play in, but that was my pick as well. <laughs> but obviously we're not alone because it's dropped a point. Exactly. exactly. So that's a bummer. Um, but I agree with you. So that's bizarre that we have the same thing. I just, you know, it's a, we talked about it before, you know, the other thing, and I'm not trying to say Jason Tatum isn't awesome. And for Celtics fans, I'm not dogging them at all. I love them, but I'm also under the, his PRA 39 and a half. Uh, you know, I, I just don't know PRA over when you get over 40, you're, you're really smoking somebody. Mm -hmm. And I just don't know if Miami can be smoked that bad. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So you can't play them together, but that can't play them together. looks at it. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. So what um, is your other one? So my other one, I like this one. Um, I'm going Jimmy Butler over two blocks and steals. Okay. I now, like the there's, play. A, there's a good chance that he hits two in which case, you know, but, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that, uh, you know, Boston may not um, be, uh, they're, they're going to be a little turnover prone and uh, I see Butler getting on some of those steals. Yep. That's very doable. He may do that the first half. So I like that play. I'm going back to my buddy, Dwayne Dedman. It's only a half a block or steal. I really do think he gets a solid 17, 18 minutes and, you know, one block or one steal, you know, he's very, very active defensively when he's in there. He goes for blocks because he's not afraid of foul trouble or anything because yeah. he knows he's got limited minutes. So, uh, you know, it's it's fun when you have to take those 0.5s and you exactly. just follow the, your eyeballs, follow him around until he gets his one. And uh, hopefully he does. But that's uh, a sneaky I, one. I like I like that one. Yeah, it's it's you know, it's one of those ones that even if they don't do well, like I'll never forget earlier in the year, I took Vukovic in the same spot over a half a block and steal. You know, he got it with a minute and a half left in the game. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so it was torturesome. And uh, no, I was actually one and a half. I take that back, but he had one right at the first of the game and it took him all the way to the end. But wow. with, with only a half, hopefully he can get it uh, in that time frame. So all right. Awesome. I guess that's it. Is that everything? I think so. Yeah, we wrapped up that other series and a preview of this one. And I'll tell you right off the schneid, I'm going to go a little lighter than I normally do. I am excited that it's the conference finals, but this one is tough. We've got some injury designations, specifically smart, but we have some Miami ones we just have to make sure of. We don't know what the matchups are going to be for sure. Boston's going to be a little tired. I think the coach is smart enough to know not to, you know, blow his guys out the first game. And yeah. get, so I just think there's a lot of intangibles that make it a little bit tougher of a call. And I want to see, you know, what the coaches are going to do here. So I'll probably go a little lighter, but still, we'll, Deb and I will both have all our picks. We'll be posting our DraftKings core fives and FanDuel and Yahoo lineups. So definitely if you want to check us out, it's dfscoachtalk.com. Also, if you're following us on Twitter, uh, we are at D, uh, dfscoachtalk. And let's see, you are at... Deb Lutz 33. Deb Lutz 33. I, I, I don't know why I can't... I was, it took me like six months to get crashes right <laughs> and i'm at joe sarvati so check us out on twitter if you're watching this on youtube please give us that thumbs up that means a ton to us 
give us a subscribe subscribe button and hit the the alarm in the corner that lets you in, uh, know when any of our podcasts post our baseball pods up already for the day this one basketball one you're watching now has been posted and then we have a pga one coming up this afternoon for the pga championship so that is it deb i've enjoyed it we'll be together every other day as this boston and uh uh, series with Miami rolls out. So it, sh it should be a lot of fun. It should be a fun one. Yeah. What's your pick for the series? Um, I think Boston um, in six. Okay. I'm going to say Miami in six. Okay. There we go. We'll see how <laughs> that works. the last one. We'll see if we can even it out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right. Thank you, awesome. Deb. Great is awesome and awesome as usual. So have a great Fantastic. day, everybody. Enjoy it, and we'll certainly be back again tomorrow when we look to crush it in NBA, DFS, and prize picks.